Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Heat Wave 32 teams in 32 days. And today we are breaking down the Texans. Every single fantasy player that you could possibly need on the Texans is going to be breaking down today. I'm your host. The Fantasy Plug, Tim Petropolis, Editor-in-Chief of BrotoFantasy.com and the Fantasy Football by Broto app. I am joined by the king of this fantasy thing and lead fantasy analyst for Broto, Michael, and Matt Ward, the Dynasty Don and the Fantasy Encyclopedia himself, lead writer at Broto. What's up, boys? What's up, Tim? Getting What's better up? day by day. Uh, speaking of the app. Download the Fantasy Football by Broto app today for free and get every single tool you need to dominate fantasy football and become your own expert. Every stat you hear us use today can be found on the Fantasy Football by Broto app. That includes fantasy player cards, fantasy player grades, usage charts, start sit tools, who to draft tools, player comps, podcasts, consistency charts, game logs, coaching tendencies, articles, rankings, waivers, and every stat you need, including advanced stats and including exclusive stats. You can't find anywhere else. True throw value, true target value, true performance value, adjusted air yards, and true matchup rankings. This app right now is free. It won't be free forever, but it's free right now because of our patrons over at patreon.com slash brotofantasy. A big thank you to our patrons. You are the reason why the Broto machine keeps pumping. Join now to support the show, the app, and to join the best community in the world. For as little as $3 a month, you get an extra show every week, access to Broto Leagues. Does your league suck? This one will not. Proven DFS cash game optimizers, access to cheat sheets, private team consultations, the most unique fantasy leagues with the community in the world and the community itself, the Discord, where we connect. Um, If you enjoy the show, if you enjoy the app, please consider uh, supporting. It goes a long way. Today, we are jumping into the Texans, their offensive outlook. Their new head coach is Lovey Smith. Now, Lovey Smith is not new to the head coaching ranks. 11 years of history as a head coach. He was the Bears head coach from 04 to the, or 2012, and then Tampa Bay in 14 and 15. Overall, he has an 89 and 87 record, but he has good success. Turned the Bears around, reached Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl in 2006, lost to the Peyton Manning-led Colts, one coach of the year, won three division titles despite no real quarterback to speak of in his entire time there. Uh, his team went 10 and 6. He was fired. Uh, when because they started seven and one, kind of did the inverse Brian Flores, um, and he was fired. Uh, Tampa Bay was not good when he took over, eight and twenty-four in his tenure. Uh, he coached quarterbacks Josh McCown, Mike Glennon, and a rookie Jameis Winston. So that that gives you an idea of what those teams were looking like. Uh, he's here to build. He's here to be a mentor. He's defensive-minded. He was a linebacker for and a defensive coordinator for the Rams before he became a head coach. So um, really, the best thing about him is he got an excellent beard. His beard is goaded. He is the number one beard in the league, 100%. It's perfect, and it's like salt and pepper. It's amazing. Um, his offensive coordinator is Pep Hamilton, another veteran. Uh, he's been an OC or QB coach for 25 years. He was the offensive coordinator for the Colts, and then he was the offensive coordinator for Stanford and the Browns and Michigan as the pass game coordinator. Like He's been everywhere. He's been doing it all. QB coach for the Texans last year. In 2020, he was the head coach of the D.C. Defenders in the XFL as Ew. well. Um, That's so random. So last season, uh, Lovey um, 
was the defensive coordinator and Pep Hamilton was the QB coach. So although it's a new staff, and I tell you those numbers don't matter, this is an internal hire. So the numbers do matter, unfortunately, for the Texans. 30th in the NFL in scoring offense last year. Passed the ball 57% of the time. That was about middle of the pack. They're big ads this year. Running back, Dare Agumbawale, and running back, Marlon Mack. The rookies, offensive guard, Kenyon Green. Uh, wide receiver, John Mitchie III. Um, and Damian Pierce, who was drafted in the fourth round, who we'll talk about in a little bit. And their losses, running back David Johnson, wide receiver Danny Amendola, and, of course, QB Deshaun Watson officially, QB Tyron Taylor, and the tight end Jordan Atkins. So, look, we don't have to spend too much time on this team. It's basically, to sum them up, it's going to be Brandon Cooks and no one else. Uh, maybe maybe you'll get a couple good running back games sometimes. And uh, this team is in transition. This team is looking. Uh, they have a better shot at getting the number one pick overall than they do, uh, you know, finishing with five wins, in my opinion. So I think that you know, this is a team that we don't have to talk about too much, but let's get into it. David Davis Mills flashed, flashed some potential last year. Can he sustain fantasy success ever? Probably not. Um so I don't know whose job it was to, to do quarterbacks, but are you itching? Can we just skip Davis Mills and, and to go on to the next guys? You're not starting. <laughs> yeah, Davis I Mills mean, you're, you're not. You're probably not drafting him in one QB leagues. Even in super flex leagues, you're probably not drafting him as anything more than a low end QB two. And that's pretty much it. He had better than expected rookie season, but he doesn't even have much job security as a third round pick. So. No. Nope. Yeah. Um, and then let's get to the running backs. Marlon Mack versus Rex Burkhead versus Damian Pierce versus Royce Freeman. This is how I, th- I see it coming. Royce Freeman? Is Royce Freeman still, even on the, still on the squad? Still on the squad. Yep. Check, yep. I checked today. Uh, Marlon Mack is going to start the season. Damian Pierce is going to end the season. A little bit of Rex sprinkled in. Is this your guess? Goal line and some Royce sprinkled in, but not too much. I think that's how the the, the thing how it's going to play out in the, in the backfield. I wouldn't be overly willing to get any of these guys, but you know what? I have Marlon Mack on a dynasty roster right now, um, and I may I'm preparing to possibly start him in a flex spot for 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 the first couple weeks. But they're they're starting they're starting like their opening uh, uh, schedule is just brutal, so I don't expect him to get too much work. And in too much, uh, I, I don't know. What do you guys feel about this running game? Look, right now they're ADPs on Fantasy Pros. Damian Pierce, RB45. Marlon Mack, RB53. Rex Burkhead, RB66. I don't care about Royce Freeman or Dari Ogunbowale. I don't really care about Damian Pierce, Marlon Mack, or Rex Burkhead. Whoever you decide to target, you shouldn't really be targeting. At this point, it's Marlon Mack, the oft-injured journeyman who hasn't been anywhere near fantasy relevant since 2019. Um, Rex Burkhead, who is a 32-year-old journeyman whose specialty is just randomly producing out of nowhere, getting people hyped up and then not producing anymore. Um, and then you have Damian Pierce, who is a fourth-round pick out of Florida, who never had more than 600 rushing yards in a season throughout his collegiate career, and 19 receptions was his uh, season high in his senior season. Uh, his his first Brodo comp was Josh Jacobs, which was a little bit of a shock to me. Um, it's a nice comp um but a- after that it was four comps that were nobodies and they're all pretty uh relatively low confidence and this texans team it's a bad offense the running back room has been a mess for years the only one i'd 
kind of consider is Damian Pierce at RB45 just in case he separates himself because I think he's the only one that possibly could. But it's mediocre draft capital, mediocre uh, prospect, mediocre offense. I see people draft these guys ahead of ADP in like best ball leagues, and I kind of laugh. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know what you're doing. Like you're, I'm like, you're there. Like, yes, I got Marlon Mack. And I'm like, what are you doing, bro? People were drafting Damian Pierce in the first round of rookie drafts this year. Like what is going on here, folks? What do you do? <laughs> why would it? And I mean, why would you ever draft a fourth round rookie running back over a first round rookie wide receiver? Like it just made no fucking sense. Yeah, People were like, ah, Jahan Dotson, bah. Give me Damian Pierce. <laughs> and that's why you should listen to Bruno. All right, let's go into wide receivers, though, because Brandon Cooks, look, always a forgotten man of fantasy football. I feel like this guy, man. He, this year, though, is tough. He's entering a strange place right now in drafts where I feel like he's so underrated that he's become overrated. So, like, everyone, everyone's favorite thing is to say, like, oh, you, Brandon Cooks, everyone's sleeping on Brandon Cooks because on the, on the Texans. The heat starts building up around Brandon Cooks that raises his ADP. And now I feel like I don't want him in the seventh round. I don't want him as a I don't want him as my RB as my wide receiver two. I don't want him. I, I want him as my wide receiver three at most or my first wide receiver off the bench. Like I don't want him as wide receiver two. And he if you want him, you're gonna have to draft him at wide receiver two. So I'm gonna probably be steering clear of Brandon Jacobs. Uh, how are you feeling about Brandon Jacobs? <laughs> Brandon Cooks, bro. Brandon Jeez, Cooks. I'm definitely, I'm definitely. Steering clear of Brandon Jacobs. I feel like That's Brandon Jacobs is way over the hill at this point. I feel like, you know, he's he's really been what a, a lot of tread on his legs. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel pretty good about Brandon Cooks. I mean, his ADP is essentially, like you said, he's so under the radar that everybody knows he's under the radar. So his ADP is mm -hmm. kind of evened out. Uh, wide receiver 26. He finished wide receiver 22 in points per game last season with 14 and a half. He did outperform his uh, true target value, which I know Mike likes to see uh, a B plus fantasy grade. He, he had a really good year with some not so great quarterbacks. But again, that that ADP is kind of evened out now where he's not really the value that you're getting anymore. You're essentially drafting him right in his median range of outcomes at, at a wide receiver two, a low end wide receiver two. Um, and, it, and a lot of those like big point per games are a lot of his point per game total is buoyed by his spike weeks that we know Brandon Cooks is famous for. And he, he he's still very, very efficient for his age and, and what he's gone through throughout the league. But he's certainly not as an exciting pick to me as he was last year. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I feel like uh, I don't know if you want to talk about Nico Collins, uh, but oh, hold on. I mean, wide receivers. I, uh, Nico Collins. I, I don't know if you want to talk about Nico Collins, but I feel like if Nico Collins was the number two wide receiver and Deshaun Watson was still the quarterback, then we're talking about Nico Collins having uh, a year where a nice can second draft year. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, did, he did flash last year. He did. And his reception perception profile, we're all big fans of Matt Harmon's work. Um, his reception profile, it, it's nice. It's actually well above average. Um, I think Harmon's quote was a, a poor man's T Higgins. Essentially, he had very similar um, successes on on the routes that Higgins found success with in his rookie season. Um, but again, I, I think if the quarterback situation, if we knew that they were going to score more points or at least be 
you know, one of the top scoring offenses, top half scoring offenses in the league, then we could feel pretty good about their number two option. But knowing that they're not going to be the number two option is, I, I mean, basically, like if you think Brandon Cooks is wide receiver 26 consensus, then cut that in half by Nico Collins. And that's probably the type of production you're going to see. Speaking of production, uh, who knows if you're going to get production out of the tight end. If I went to like 100 people on the street and I asked them, who's the starting tight end for the Texans? How many people do you think would know the answer is Brevin Jordan? Six. <laughs> I was going to say one or two. Um, how many How many of you guys knew the answer was Brevin Jordan before you started studying for the Texans heat wave? They can't answer. Oh, well, I mean, I obviously did. Yeah, well, yeah, like yeah, I played yeah. Dynasty, and, and, and even in the last episode, I told All right. to I can't, like I can't every catch tight end under 25. Yeah, I can't catch these guys when it comes to this kind of stuff. But <laughs> Revan Jordan is a starter, uh, 6'3", 245, fifth-round pick out of Miami in 2001. Last year, 20 of 28 uh, receptions to targets, 170 yards and three touchdowns. Um, you know, there's no reason to really talk much about Why Brevin Jordan. Why did he just say he was drafted in 2001? Where did he possibly... How did you get 2001? It was his rookie year. year. <laughs> 2021. My bad. Uh, I mean, I was like, you know, I was like, how do you just get 2001 pulling that out of the blue? He was probably born in 2001. Probably. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe later. Um, he uh, showed yeah. some uh, red zone prowess. You know, last year. There's, there's. I don't think that. Yes. There. Mike said it. There is some red zone interest, but again, it's going to be a really low scoring offense. Yeah, this is uh yeah. So let's get into this bold prediction, fellas. Matt, you're up. What's your bold prediction? Well, you know what? We we cut pretty important off the list. So I'm gonna give you something for my bold prediction. And I think that John Mechie, um, mm, when he does right, come back, right. so in the in the space that John Mechie does play, so whether it's for the last six weeks or eight weeks, I'm thinking of like Elijah Moore, Amon Ross, St. Brown type ceiling. Like he will lead the team in fantasy points when he is healthy. And I know uh, Cass like isn't it. here, but he wanted me to bring up Mechie's comps before we got off air. Uh, his comps are incredible. Jerry Judy, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, and then rounding out with a pretty low-confidence comp in Titus Young. So, what? Like, Me- Mechie's yeah, a reception what technician, the, man. And what the and hell are you? Touted, what? <laughs> he was touted to go ahead of Jamison Williams um, before, obviously, Mechie broke his ankle and, and Williams had that final year breakout at Alabama. But, like, Mechie was a very, very high-rated prospect coming in. So, bold prediction time is he outperforms Brandon Cooks when they share the field together. Whoa. Yeah. I like I like John Mechie as well. Jason drafted John Mechie in the... Uh, the pros versus Joe's dynasty league in the FFPC um, with a second or third round pick. Um, those are some freaking, those are com- those fire are comps. comps yeah. Well, all right. So my bold prediction is that the Texans will not have a 100 yard rusher this season. Maybe. Period. Like no one any will game. for a hundred yards, any game. Uh, Michael, what is your prediction? I feel like Brandon Cooks might do it. I, I I'd put better odds on Brandon Cooks than any other guys. I'm end around. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say uh, they're all completely useless. Basically, like Davis Mills outside top twenty four quarterbacks, all the running backs outside top thirty six, all the wide receivers except Brandon Cooks are useless, and Cooks is outside the top thirty in points per game as well. I feel like we we didn't mention Mitchie because he's gonna be out for so long. Yeah, yeah. But he, oh, I'm yeah. glad I that mean, he will I'm be glad on- that. Yeah, I'm glad that Matt. For the first, uh, oh yeah, I mean, of course. Well, you're not drafting him. Plugs in. 
Yeah, you're not drafting I him. But don't think uh, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. draft him. And we're a redraft show uh, primarily, so we're not going to tell you to draft him. But um, waiver wires, baby. <laughs> yeah, keep yeah. an eye out for him midseason for sure. Tim, what are you doing exactly. with these video I'm, transitions, brother? I'm trying to find where it says our names. Like, why won't it say our names, man? <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. I'm back. Matt, where can they find you? They can find me at PsychOrdFF on all social media platforms, wherever you like to get your fantasy football knowledge. I'll be churning it out. Michael? Churning it out. You got the, the Canadian I know. I, I really flew that. Every Canadian time out. he says out or about, he's like, about. I <laughs> And you can really tell he's Canadian. At I feel, like, we, I feel like our Queens comes out more than his Canadian comes out, though. So I can't I can't really be can't really make fun of him too much. Uh, at at uh, Broto FF Tim, at Broto FF Casanova, and at Broto FF Jason for those who cannot join us today. Um, and at Broto at Broto Fantasy and uh, Fantasy Football at FF by Broto. So many ats. I'll see you at this time tomorrow. Peace. Later. <laughs>